Hello there. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. A whole lot of stuff to get to today with the Casey DeSmith contract extension. Dana Heinze retiring as the Penguins head equipment manager. Penguins closing in on a new contract for Chris Letang. Um, it, it is an action-packed show today. And we also might get to some more draft stuff um, as well. So that's all coming up for today's episode. And Let's get right on into it. Your Locked On Penguins. Your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode for the Locked On Penguins podcast, I am your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter, at Hunter Hodes. You can also follow the show's Twitter, at LO underscore Penguins. Of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. So let's start out today's podcast by touching on the Casey DeSmith new two-year deal. So he's scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent next Wednesday when free agency opened. There were conflicting reports about what the Penguins were trying to do. Josh Shelby of The Athletic was reporting a couple of times that he did not expect DeSmith to be back. David Pagnotta uh, of the fourth period then said the Penguins were working on a deal for DeSmith. So it was like, okay, which side is going to be right here? Pagnotta was the one that ended up being right. It is a two-year deal, $1.8 million per. So the Pittsburgh Penguins goaltending next season with both DeSmith and Jari locked up, it will account for my math is correct, 5.3 million of the salary cap, which is totally fine. Uh, my overall thoughts on this signing. So um, I got to say, when I first saw the extension and I saw that he got basically a 600K raise, I'm like, wow, I would love to get that much of a raise after stinking for a good chunk of the season. And then obviously he did bounce back down the stretch, but you know, it, it was a bit funny that he, in, he did end up getting a raise. Does he probably get that money on the open market? Yeah, I mean, it's free agency. You know, other teams probably would have drove up the price for him there. He honestly could have gotten over $2 million. But, but at the end of the day, you know, the AAV, it's it, it's below two, whatever. I, I can laugh all I want about him getting a raise considering his inconsistencies and his injuries. But, you know, that that's also, again, that's what the free agent market is going to demand. Um, but they got him below 2 million. He is a decent backup when healthy. And, you know, hopefully now this paves the way for the Penguins having a bit more salary cap room to bring back both Latang and Malkin. I'll get to Latang um, in my second segment. Um, now, you know, I guess there's some of the pot. Well, I, I'll say one more negative here. You know, I, I, you know, it's definitely a bit weird that they're going to go. This is going to be the third year in a row that they're going to run this tandem. And, you know, sure, Ron Hextall, he's not going to be creative. That, that's just that that's not who he is when he's going out on the free agent market, you know, evaluating players and stuff. He's, he's going to go with what he knows. I, I, I wish I was kind of surprised by this deal. I'm not. But it, it's definitely a big risk again. And, you know, they're going to have to live with that. I don't think that both goaltenders will be hurt if this team is in the playoff picture next year. I, I think they will be, but you can never make it fully full guarantees here. But, you know, DeSmith needs to prove to the organization that he can stay healthy when it matters most. Two years in a row, he has been banged up, 
around playoff time and has not been available to play when they needed him to play, um, especially in, in, in this season against the Rangers. And you can make the argument last year against the Islanders when Jari was really stinking it up. So at the end of the day, you know, they're good. They're, they're, they made this bed. They are going to have to live with it. Um, but if you do look at his stats um, at least a little bit, his save percentage has actually been, you know, league average, a little bit above league average. Um, one of my followers today, um, I'm trying to go uh, find the tweet here, um, you know, put his save percentage in there, um, at least for the last, you know, three to four to five years. And, you know, he, he's been mostly pr- pr- pretty decent, you know, going back, I, I believe this was the 2018, um, 19 season. Yeah. 921. 916, 912, 914 this season, 915. So those are pretty steady numbers for a backup. Um, you know, you can certainly make the argument that he is a average to above average backup. I, I, in my opinion, I think he's perfectly average. I don't know if he's an above average backup, but you know, when healthy and when he's on his game, you know, he, he's definitely someone who you know, he can make you some timely saves. He can steal a few games and all that stuff. What I want the Penguins to do next season, if they can, is to split up the workload a bit more. I, I, I'm of the opinion that Tristan Jari, he cannot start 55 to 60 games next season. You know, he, he was playing way too much last season. I think that potentially contributed to him being a bit banged up. Um, down the stretch, and obviously when Anders Lee rolled into his foot, I mean, part of that's a freak accident, but you know, he, he was also playing um, <clears throat> a, a lot of hockey, and you know, I also think he was fatigued down the stretch. I think that's what led to his numbers not being as good. So if the, if the Penguins can get the level that they saw from DeSmith in the second half of the regular season for in the entirety of the 2022-23 season, th- this deal will work out just fine. Um in my opinion. And, you know, I, I think I actually almost forgot just how good he was in those final 17 games here. You know, his first nine games of the season, 886 8% 3.6 goals against average. Final 17 games, so he played in almost 30 this year. 927 percentage, 240 goals against average. Only Igor Shesterkin and Darcy Kemper had better numbers down the stretch than DeSmith. So, you know, we know what he has when he's healthy, we have seen the level, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that he can play at when he is 100%. It's all a matter of can he keep that level for an entire season? Because say he doesn't and he turns back into the pumpkin that we saw in the first half of the of the regular season last year where he can't stop a beach ball, the Penguins are in a little bit of a pickle again. Because remember when all of us were saying, well, they got to go get a backup at the trade deadline. You know, Jari can't keep starting every game. And then, you know, Obviously, DeSmith you know, pulled a miracle out of his butt and started playing well. You know, would Lightning be able to strike twice there? No, I, I, I'm not sure. But the, the biggest things for me, if this deal is going to work out, in my opinion, can he stay healthy? And, you know, can he be consistent when he is in the net and not go months at a time when he's playing like absolute crap to then at looking like, honestly, a top 10 to top 15 goaltender um, in the league? So I'm glad that the AAV is low, two years, whatever. You know, it, it's it's definitely a little weird that it's going to be three to four seasons in a row of the same tandem. I would have liked them to go out and get a 1B option, but then, you know, you're potentially looking at paying, you know, 1.2 to 1.3 million for someone like 
I don't know, Braden Holby, who I talked about, but I think he maybe could have come cheaper. You know, Vili Huso, Yaroslav Halak, and a couple of these other options. So the Penguins, they go with who they know. They signed a Smith to a two-year contract with $1.8 million per. Goaltending is only going to take up a little more than $5 million. That's another big part for this. If you're going to be a successful team in the salary cap era, you do not want a lot of money going to your goaltenders. Even if you have an elite goaltender, on your team. Sure, he can take up, you know, nine to 10 million of your cap. Well, maybe a little less. I think Shesterkin's about to get a, a whole lot of money once he's eligible to pay, you know, Vasilevsky, Carey Price. But if you have a backup who is making pennies on the dollar, you know, that's what's best there. And, you know, and for the Penguins here, they have two, when healthy, reliable goaltenders. Um, it's all a matter of, you know, can they stay healthy? Can they produce? There's definitely a lot of question marks when it comes to them, but, you know, they're not paying them a lot of money. Jari's contract is up after next season. I would be very cautious about extending him. I have seen that a lot um, on different platforms during the offseason here. Uh, I would want to see how he plays and then think about an extension because I wouldn't want to just commit to him and then, oh, wow, he, he absolutely stinks um, for part of the season. But again, I'm glad that the goaltending is not taking up um, too much cat room. I have my... I have my negative qualms for this deal, but I also have some positive ones. At the end of the day, um, it's probably not going to be that big of a deal for me, um, especially when we get to the Chris Letang stuff in the second segment, and it looks like that's coming to a head here really soon. So that wraps up this first segment with getting into the Casey DeSmith deal. Now, before we get to the Chris Letang report from Dejan Kovacevic, from the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk, Bilt Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Bilt Bar have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right, the coconut brownie chunk Bilt Bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They are good for you. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all of them are delicious. They're only here for a limited amount of time. You can go to thebuilt.com right now to make sure you don't miss out. They are going fast because they taste amazing. You can go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, I'm back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. You can also follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. So this came out at about uh, 4 o'clock uh, on Tuesday afternoon. Dejan tweeted, a source tells you that the Penguins and Latang are close on a contract extension. I've got no detail beyond that, but source sure made it sound like it'll get done. Um, and I've also heard that it's going to be for three years. That's all I've got at this time. So far, none of the national guys have said anything um, regarding that. Uh, hopefully, it gets done maybe tomorrow, Thursday before the first round of the NHL draft. But this is great news, and the fact that it might be only a three-year term is even better. You know, if the Penguins can potentially, you know, get the term they want, but then have to bend a little bit to give Latang more money, um, that, that that's not a big deal to me. Um, I think in that case, both sides win. Remember, you know, Friedman has been saying for a while, you know, the Penguins, you know, they're going to have to really bend a little bit to get this done. And I think part of that is, you know, the AAV. I don't think they're probably too crazy about giving him over $8 million, though I think that's probably what's going to happen here. If it is a three-year term, Yins, I would have to guess it's going to be 8.2 to 8.5 
million per. And I know some people are going to be like, well, that's too much for someone who's 35 years old, blah, 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 blah. But, but at the end of the day, he's going to make less than Sidney Crosby. Um, you know, he'll, I, I, we would think he'll make less than Sidney Crosby. Sure, he'll make more than Evgeny Malkin if he comes back, but he'll also go out with Sid at the same time. They will have, you know, the, they will have their individual decisions to do what they want once both of their contracts are up after the 2025 season. So, you know, both sides would get what they want. The Penguins, obviously, they're not crazy about giving out four to five years of term to Latang if this if the three years is reported as accurate. So they get what they want. Latang, he gets the raise that he wanted. Voila, shake hands. He plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins, hopefully for the next three years. Um, again, there's been no official announcement. Um, from the team or from any of the national guys yet tonight. If there is something while this during the, while this recording happens, um, I will I will sure to let you all, let you all know. Or if something happens on Wednesday, um, you all will be the first to know as well. So um, this is going to be once this is done, and it looks like it's very much heading that way. Um, this is going to be a very well deserved extension for Latang, and I will give kudos to Ron Hextall. Once that official announcement is made, he had no choice but to bring back Chris Letang. You know, people can chronicle this deal in quotation marks. If those that are on Penguins Twitter will know what I mean by that. Um, but, you know, people can also whine and complain that it's too much money, this and that. They've had four first round exits in a row. Those people, they, they can't see the forest from the trees. Just, just tell them that. Um, Chris Tang is not the reason this team has won, uh, has lost four uh, four series in a row. Um, he has helped them win three Stanley Cups. Yeah, people will also say that you know he he wasn't in the playoffs during the 2017 run. Yeah, but I will also argue that they won that series off the coattails of Matt Murray and Mark Andre Fleury giving them elite level goaltending, and Jake Gensel, Cindy Crosby, Kenny Malkin having some of the best finishing I've ever seen um, in a Penguin playoff in a Penguin playoff run. They were outskated, outchanced basically every game in that series, but it was their star players that won the day and their goaltending. It did not matter because those all those five players showed up um, <clears throat> for the Penguins. Don't even get me started on how bad the defense was during that run. Ron Hainsey was playing top-line minutes. No one should be winning a Stanley Cup with Ron Hainsey having top pairing minutes with Brian Dumoulin. It, it is, there are so many weirdos about this player. And, you know, I, I'm really excited that he is hopefully going to be signing this extension. His underlying numbers were elite last year. His counting stats, elite last year. Top 10 in Norse voting. He's finished top 10 um, in three or four of the last six seasons. Um, he is one of the best defensemen in the league. They, they, there was no one on the free agent market that was going to put up the production that he had. They're, 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 excuse me. There is no one on the free agent market that will put up the production that he put up this past year. Full stop. That's it. John Klingberg ain't going to walk through that door and do that. Nikita Zadorov, he's not going to do that. Um, all these other defensemen who are out there who – um, it's, you know, there are some of them are decent players, but it's, it's a big drop off. Once you go from Latang to Klingberg and then to, Zor to um, Zadorov and then, um, to everything in between. So, you know, great news for the Penguins. This looks like it's going to be the first domino to fall. We'll see 
when it is reported. But, you know, man, I, I am just absolutely fired up right now. Um, once that's announced, you know, one down, one to go. And that'll be, of course, Evgeny Malkin, who was working out um, in a penguin hat with his son Nikita down in Florida. Um, shout out to whoever made those hats, by the way. Those are some sexy freaking hats. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, just great, great news. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm really getting amped about Latang being back here for the next three years. And, you know, I, for those that have never listened um, to this podcast before, you know, I've been on record saying, you know, when the offseason started, I thought Malkin was going to be the one that easily gets done. I thought Latang was going to be a lot harder. I think it was going to be 50-50. It could go either way. Um, <clears throat> no, my, 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 my tune has changed now. Latang is obviously looks like it's going to get done in Malkin. You know, I think it's, Right now, it's potentially a below 50% chance that he is brought back. I will say to you all, though, um, I was exchanging DMs uh, with Rossi, uh, uh, Rob Rossi of The Athletic. Um, he was wondering where I got um, that uh, screen screenshot from. From Pierre, uh, Obviously, it was Pierre LeBron who wrote the story on Monday. And he said he's going to be having an update on the Malkin contract talks on Wednesday morning on The Athletic, so you all can go check that out there. I'm sure there'll be something when it comes to Chris Letang um, there too. So great, it's great that it looks like this extension is going to get done, and you know, that's hopefully two-thirds of the core at least coming back for the Penguins um, next season. Now, coming up in the next segment, we're going to get into uh, the news from Dana Heinze stepping down as the Penguins head equipment manager. But before I get to that, this episode is, um, is brought to you by Rock Auto. Why should you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business or do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. The prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. You can go explore their easy-to-use website today. To find a solution to your auto part needs, you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck. And you can write locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, right below prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. All right, I'm back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore penguins. So um, definitely something that I did not think I would be talking about today on the podcast, but um, Dana Heinze has stepped down after 33 years as an equipment manager. Uh, Michelle Cricciolo had a great story um, on the team's um, official side today and a couple quotes from Heinze here. Um, he said he started in 1988, it's 2022. Uh, apparently he's going to be honored by the penguins at a game during this upcoming season, um, he says, I'm leaving on my own terms. It's been a magical long trip. Um, and, and it goes into just, you know, the story with him and you know, how he was able to get to, get to the Penguins um, and all that stuff. But, you know, he's he's been here um, forever. You know, he, he has been doing this um, at an elite level for so long. And the Penguins are going to miss him. You know, there's so many funny Dana Heinze stories, especially when you know you watch the old in the room videos. I the one I remember the most was I believe this was the 2014 Olympics, and um, Dana's having this hilarious discussion with Evgeny Malkin because um, Sid has his Canadian logo on his bag. They're about to go to the Olympics, and 
uh, Gino's like, well, well Dana, wh wh where's my logo? <laughs> and Dana just keeps like joking with him, like, well, why didn't Russia send that for you? You know, oh my God, what the heck? And he's just, just toying with him basically. And, you know, just all the players on the team, no, no matter who came in, who came out, always had, you know, the, the utmost respect um, for him. You know, he's, you know, Sid, you know, I, um, I, another funny story about Sid, as I, blurted that out loud and i don't know why um you know sid was on i believe this was a few years back i believe i think it was the spit and chicklets podcast or something with you know whitney and them and you know i'm not a fan of that podcast ray whitney um, ryan whitney is just absolutely obnoxious um but uh he was talking about dana and how sid he's used the same i think he said it was the same cup or jockstrap uh, for the last uh, 14, 15 years when he was on that podcast. And D poor Dana had to basically wash it every single week or after every single game, basically. And it's like that that poor guy has had to wash that when Sid has just not wanted to change. I mean, that thing has just been through so much hell. Um, so th th there's just so many freaking stories. Um, when it comes to him and, you know, Dana also says in the story, all the players I've been associated with, regardless, regardless of whether there was the East coast league or the national hockey league, I've been so blessed to be around such great people and being part of the very classic organizations. Um, he also said the penguins are going to be in great hands with these guys. You know, they have John Tagliani, Paul DeFazio and Danny Kroll. Um, he says they're going to continue on doing great stuff. I'm honored to say that I was a Pittsburgh Penguin for 16 years. Now I think it's time to take on the next journey, which I think is going to be great. So it sounds like he's going to be moving back to Johnstown, where he was originally from. Again, congratulations to Dana on a wonderful career as the Penguins head equipment manager. Um, you know, he's he's a true legend uh, for everything he did for this team. So want to shout him out a lot um for uh th this third segment on today's episode and so let's get to a little more um draft stuff here a couple players that are in jason and ice you know we have them in the in range um at 21 isaac howard um he's a left winger a left hand shot a couple nhl comps that we have for him matt zuccarello braden point um, probably not going to arrive until 2025. We think he's probably one of the most dynamic players in the draft. His his hands are absolutely ridiculous. Um, the plays that he's made with the puck in the junior leagues, uh, nothing short of sensational. Really nice skater, um, though. I think you know, kind of need to see a little bit of a burst a bit. You know, he he can take one on one defenders with ease. He can make them miss. Um, pretty nicely, you know, he's has a beautiful shot, pure goal scorer. Um, he's obviously not that big, you know, 5'10, 182. You know, he definitely put some pounds on him, but I definitely think he is going to be at that pick if the Penguins want to take him. Um, Owen Pickering, he I think has been getting a lot of love for some scouts lately. 6'4 defenseman, 178 pounds, shoots left. Couple comps from him that we have Keandre Miller, Travis Sandheim. We think he's going to be arriving in the next couple of years. Um, Nice size, elite athleticism, really nice skater. You know, when, when I watched someone like Keandre Miller in the playoffs with how big he is, you know, the, the, the first thing that jumped out to me was his skating and honestly his puck moving ability. And, um, you know, I think with Pickering, those same traits 
you know, jumped out at me immediately when I put the tape on, when I went on YouTube and stuff. And, you know, Jason said the same thing. Um, you know, I think he has above average in offense, good with controlled zone exits and zone entries. Um, you know, he's obviously a bit raw right now, but, you know, I, I, I definitely think that he has the potential to be a top four defenseman um, on the Pittsburgh Penguins or any team, to be honest with you. Um, and then... Let's see. I'll, I'll give you all one more before I get to some more on Wednesday. Um, Liam, Liam Ogren, a left winger, 6'1", 200 pounds, couple comps for him. Timo Meyer, Brock Besser, he could be ready to go as early as uh, not this coming season, but the next season. Um, pure goal scorer. Um, he can really get to the high danger areas of the net, but he can on, honestly score from anywhere um, on the ice. Defensively, that definitely, I think, needs work. He's not usually good away from the puck. I think I've noticed, you know, listen, there was some, some puck watching with him um, and all that jazz, but you know, this is still a player that can put the puck in the back of the net, a good playmaker as well with the puck on his stick skating could use um, a little bit of work, but you know, he's played most of his career, you know, overseas. I'll be, I would be curious to see how his game transforms once he comes over to North America, because you know, that, that makes, a world of difference for these kind of players. So there's an, another small tease into some players on our draft board for players that, you know, are definitely probably going to be available um, to the Penguins at that range. I'll have more draft stuff on Wednesday for you all. Thursday, um, I'm either going to do an episode before the first round of the draft or the current the plan might be to go live on the YouTube channel Um and basically do an episode there right after the Penguins make their first round pick. Give my thoughts on that. Potentially bring on a guest like uh, I brought Jesse Marshall on for the trade deadline and all that stuff. So um, that'll do it for this episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. I really appreciate all of you listening to this one. I will be back with another episode on Wednesday. We'll see if we get more clarity on the Latang contract, see if more numbers get out, and potentially if there's any trades around the NHL and all that jazz. Um, very busy time period. Drafts in a couple of days. Free agencies next week. Keep it right here on Lockdown Penguins. I'll have everything for you all um, as it breaks.